Hideo Kojima has been a standard bearer for the very best that the gaming medium has to offer, and has inspired many into creating a mature art form. That guy, like, he's, he's such a genius, and uh, I'm just doing whatever he says, you know, and he's like, we're going to make people cry. I'm like, for a video game? And he's like, yep. What the cause Kojima is the, the master. He's the Kasparov of, of, uh, of video games. And then he goes, he goes, and I go, playing me? And he goes, no, they'll be you. It's not, obviously, it's not story-driven in the sense that we go from A to Z, like we do in a film. It is out of time, out of space. It is in the moment. So I think the opportunity of, of doing things we've never done before could be very interesting. He is to gaming in many ways uh, what Cameron or Spielberg are to filmmaking. His absolute passion for perfection and his narrative ambition and scope. There is nothing in his stories that he does not love and feel strongly about. You can see strands of action, strands of manga, anime, tokusatsu, epics and existential philosophy. He believes, as I do, that we must cherish this medium not only for the entertainment possibilities, but for its artistic ones. We both believe that these things, these strands of pop culture, are actually keys to the mythology of our century. He proves that an altruistic voice and vision can sing loud and clear above the din of sameness, and that an individual with conviction and faith can manage anything through hard work. It is my great pleasure to introduce a creator, an innovator, and an awesome dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Hideo Kojima. Hello, everyone. I'm back. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 6 of the Death Stranding podcast. It is Tuesday, the 21st of November, and there are 16 days until the Game Awards, 18 days to PlayStation Experience, and 203 days until E3 2018. I am your regular host, Albert, and today I am joined by my co-host, Steve, and Daniele. Please introduce yourselves, starting with Daniele. Hello, um, glad to be back. Uh, this is uh, another episode when I, where I thought I wouldn't be here, I wouldn't be at you, but uh, I managed to be here, so I'm very glad to be here. You keep uh, you keep pulling through for us, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. How about you? Uh, how you doing, Steve? I'm doing fine, man. Nice to be here again. <laughs> awesome. Let's crack on. So this is a weekly podcast dedicated to Death Stranding, the currently in production upcoming title by Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions. As well as news and discussion on the game itself, we also cover Mr. Kojima's many and varied influences, everything from literature to film, poetry, television, and more. Our mission is to showcase and celebrate just how culturally, intellectually, artistically, and philosophically enriching and eclectic Mr. Kojima's work truly is, leading up to and following the game's eventual release. With that regular rundown out of the way, let's get the show started. Fantastic. So I have here on the opening catch-up, just a smiley face. <laughs> nice. because as i mentioned we were discussing this uh listeners um uh you know in the pre-show we're all a little bit tired just various life stuff happening but again we pull through for uh, kojima and death stranding and what's really great is that we have um a certain uh, caliber level of news to kind of get us excited um just as we go i even feel my own energy levels lifting as i've already begun speaking <laughs> because um because i'm starting to really like i'm looking over at the show notes here that you know again what is that uh, you know, like 18 days to playstation experience it's like 
what, 16 days, the Game Awards? Like, that's, you know, very, very, very close. Yeah, it's and, amazing. Um, it's going to be know, nuts, man. I know. So that's all, that's all you can ask for with when you occasionally, and it happens here and there, you know, to have the low energy days. Um, but just, again, even within the first three minutes of talking, I feel actually pretty jazzed about it because you, you sort of, um, because of the weekly recording, you sort of revisit where things are at and then actually um, it just, yeah, it gives you this perspective. So what, what do you guys think about uh, where things are at with um, Death Stranding and um, anticipation of possible reveals? So we'll start with uh, Steve. Uh, well, I'm 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 just anticipating this this awards and this game awards and the uh, PSX event. Uh, I think people feel like that we're gonna have some new thing about this trending, something new. Uh, we feel that it's time, you know. Uh, yeah. The Reddit guys are like some of them are desperate for some new information, you know. <laughs> and, you, and and you can tell why because there's. It's been so long since we got something from Dead Stranding, but yeah. um, I think we're going to get something new, and I'm, 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 I'm eager to see what that's going to be. I don't awesome. know if it's going to be a trailer. And uh, yeah, according to according to Kojima, he's in some sort of test phase for Dead Stranding, which I don't know what it means really, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, awesome. Cool, cool. We'll, we'll crack on with some, we've got some comments about that as well, so that'll be good to kind of dive back into that one there. So yeah, go ahead, Daniela. Yeah, well, um, we've had we've basically have had confirmation that the game is in some kind of playable form, so mm -hmm. that's exciting. Yeah. Also, um, the news that came out that uh, Guillermo del Toro was about to try the game himself that's right. um, could be an indication that we might get a gameplay trailer mm -hmm. at the Game Awards, maybe. That's, That's what right. I'm hoping for. As we discussed on last week's, for sure, Beth, definitely. Um, with Sam, that was um, a really, uh, really enjoyable episode as well. So definitely something that um, that has a high chance of happening, at least according to, I suppose, I think that's been kind of the unofficial consensus between all of us here on Death Stranding Podcast, that that's really seeming as though that that's what's going to happen. And then, you know, I think, again, under my little sort of banner, uh, in, under my little headings here in the show notes, I've got the Twitter banner, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. of, you know, loading, you know, and needless to say that that does fully qualify as a tease. Did you see the guy in the in the re in the subreddit that said, like, this is the 100% the proof that we're going to see something new? <laughs> that's right. I love that. Yeah, that's uh, a user, a one tinker. He, uh, he posted that and uh, I'll just read it out because yep. I've got it here. Um, why do you ask? Because anyone who puts this up on their social media account foreshadows that they will have a brand new banner, possibly with the new artwork that might present in the trailer. Think about it. When new movies release, people put up new banners to tease the release of something new. That's correct. We saw that with um, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 um, when Rockstar just sort of changed their banner color progressively. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, yeah. That was, yep. I think, one of the most memorable sort of um, teasers there. So Kojima did this the first time he released the trailer. He wore a t-shirt with DS on it. Also, doesn't that loading bar seem suspicious? It's like it's hinting that the trailer itself will be loaded very soon. Look at Kojima on the mm -hmm. side of the banner as well, looking all confident and shit. I <laughs> couldn't agree more. <laughs> so well, well done, um, user one tinker on the Death Stranding Reddit. Um, we compl I mean, I personally completely agree. Uh, I think... Uh, I wouldn't say 100%, even though I really respect his complete certainty. I would say a good... His enthusiasm. 80%. Yeah, I would say a good 80% and upwards, personally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
So, and then I have here, we've got uh, user PT fan putting Kojima Productions not listed for PlayStation Experience. Um, so I'll read from this one here. So they have a huge list of studios. Obviously, it could be a surprise or he could show it at the Game Awards. Again, um, he's made, it's, it almost doesn't really count at all uh, to say that, like, this isn't a guarantee that he won't be there because Kojima likes to make surprise appearances. Um, but also, I, I actually do see the Game Awards as becoming his thing. Like, like the unofficial, as I mentioned, the unofficial Kojima Fest um, every year is, um, you know, I think that that's what he, it's kind of, in my mind, it sort of strikes me as like a Kojima-esque thing to do, to say, well, here's this thing that's right next to the super popular event, but it's something where, um, you know, Death Stranding released the second trailer. It's actually, it's like the Mads Mikkelsen trailer is also on a, like basically known as the Game Awards trailer. So I could see that being um, him appearing there and then sort of mysteriously vanishing for PSX. But I think there'll be, there'll be presence for both. Um, do either of you guys have thoughts about whether or not it'll appear at one or both? Yeah. Well, I was actually thinking that uh, it would make sense if... Uh... If Sony, for example, tell tell Kojima to to get something for uh, for PSX, it would make sense to to have something for this event because it's a PlayStation exclusive. But uh, then again, uh, Kojima is uh, BFFs with uh, with Jeff Kinley, <laughs> so right. so um, yeah, something's going to happen in any any one of these events and. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I really know. I, I I was I was expecting something for PSX, but then again, someone someone said that they're not going to have uh, a lot of stuff in PSX or something. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, that could be a possibility. How about you, uh, Daniela? What what were your thoughts on that one? I think it will be pretty much like last year. Uh, um, so we'll see a basically a trailer at the Game Awards. And then on the PSX, uh, we'll get uh, an interview with some insight in the game and the development, some deep analysis of what uh, was shown the day before. Um, so I think it will go. By the way, I have to say about the um, uh, 80 exhibitors confirmed for the PlayStation experience, yeah. if you read the PlayStation blog, uh, it says... Um, as with all things, this list is subject to change. Yeah, Plus, exactly. we don't want to give everything away just just yet. So, there you go. I that's, read that's... that as confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> that's essential confirmation for me too, as well. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, he, it's a Sony affiliated. You know, it's actually Sony backed rather, and I believe that Death Stranding itself will be a Sony IP. So to not make some kind of even tease appearance at PSX doesn't really make sense. But again, it's it's always appreciated whenever anyone posts on the Reddit, just with something that can, again, just catalyze discussion around whether or not something can happen. I actually find um, it equally as viable to, you know, and um, uh, valid to post something that says this isn't happening versus this is happening because people are going to jump in and want to um, point out their perspective on whether or not it could or couldn't either way. So, you know, um, I'm just actually reading another post here. It is of the um, uh, Entrevista com Hideo Kojima. So I believe it's a Portuguese, uh, the night with Danilo yeah. Gentili. Yeah. Um, so, um I've got user Yo Pinto to Pintas. The only interesting part is that he said the development is mostly done and that they are now in the testing um, and adding details phase. He also described it as an action game in an open world. I don't know if that's news or not. Um, obviously, after some uh, feedback, he was asked 
for more kind of details. And he says, edit, calm down everyone. It's still going to be a while. This is Kojima we're talking about. So the details are going to take a long time. Um, but mostly done, I think he means uh, everything is in place, but still needs finessing. So to me, that means that he's, as I call it, with like when I'm drawing, because I like do um, big abstract art, I sort of call it like throwing down the clay. It's like when all the sort of pieces are there, and now it's just like, let's just say maybe principal photography is finished, right? And now it's about mm. um, adding the ad adding the yeah, so bells and whistles and um, um, editing everything together, um, which is much much a uh, much more organic process than filmmaking there's less pipelines there's so much more experimentation and, and fixing of bugs along the way um uh, i still think to this day that games developers don't get nearly the amount of just attention and, and praise i feel as though they deserve they sit in these rooms giant rooms uh, all together you know creating these games that like the games themselves may be full of beautiful sights and vistas uh you know um d animals and creatures and amazing visual effects but these rooms are just just giant rooms full of computers and people quietly working it's very different to a film set it's not like loud or anything like that it's uh, or, or even that animated it's all happening on the screen so uh, mad respect to be able to say anything even approaching like well we've we've gotten to this stage so far like they've worked so hard this was i don't even think death stranding was a thing even like two years ago you know what i mean yep. so yeah, anyone? Yeah. Ha did, did you have any comments, either of you guys, on uh, what um, uh, your Pinto to Pintas and uh, the OP um, Gonicalized, uh, who just joined our um, potential hosts group? So welcome to him or her. Um, that you, would be. You know, yeah, I yeah. was. Yeah, I was. I was actually thinking that that I think he mentioned about the 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 game being almost done or something. I I also think he was referring to some sort of uh, pre-production phase or something because uh yeah you gotta remember that by the by the time the second trailer came out the um the game awards trailer uh the development itself of the game hadn't even started mm. so uh so it, it's i just just doing the math it's 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 kind of impossible you know so i i just think he he he, he has the uh like the 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 character models and everything but mm. i mean just doing the math, it's impossible to have the entire yeah. world built and everything. And I don't think he's even in the testing phase, uh, what we refer as, the, as as testing, you know, uh, hiring people to, to yeah. see where the bugs and the glitches are and everything. Um, I just, right. uh, I think it's like maybe in the ending phase of the, of the pre-production and everything, he's just beginning to work on the engine. Because, um, like I said, doing the math, I was thinking that 2018 was going to be the year of full development and uh and I, I i wouldn't i would think that the actual testing phase uh would be like mid 2019 or something i still exactly. i still believe there's a long way to go yeah no i on no level did i read this to mean that they were like close to finishing like no way you know if this was something like a hellblade kind of length experience i could believe that but it's very it's been very clearly communicated um by Kojima that he's making this open world um, and another great again I keep referring to the reddit because it's just um, I don't give it nearly as much props because again it is the kind of genesis of um, this show and um, we refer back to it all the time it's kind of our home so I just wanted to kind of give a shout to this one here um, we have um, user uh, the ducky boy uh, saying the fact that this is going to be the same engine that runs Death Stranding makes me giddy so and with footage of Aloy from the latest uh, um, DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn: The Frozen Wilds. Oh, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't agree yeah. more. 
couldn't agree more for that one. Absolutely. So yeah, awesome. Um, did do you have anything for that one there, um, Daniela? Well, uh, I I am playing the Frozen Wilds these days, so I do have a I do have an idea of what the engine looks like and how it improved even within the same game. Nice. I mean, they were able to improve the engine within the game within a game that already existed. So this engine is really good. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to to seeing how Kojima will work with that. It's it's amazing. Nice. I um, wanted to just give another shout out to user Venom underscore Awakens underscore GR, uh, who um, posted um, some information regarding how uh, I think both Kojima and Yoji Shinkawa, head designer, were talking about the dog tags, which they weren't even admit, like this is classic kind of super secret, like they won't even admit what they are. They just say the thing that Norman is wearing, because <laughs> you know, like they won't mm. even say because if they say that it's dog tags, that eliminates the possibility of it being anything else. These could be alien artifacts. They could be, um, uh, they could be like a, a personal memento. They could be USB sticks. So if they reveal even anything, like that's it, just sort of leaped out, leapt out at me at, uh, as a reminder that yeah, this is Kojima we're dealing with. He he knows exactly when he wants to reveal certain information, and he always what's always great, and I'm sure you guys remember this from and just. Um, three, four, and five, because uh, that's when the internet was sort of more involved. Is the amount of times people really thought, "Ah, oh, well, we have one, we have one over uh, uh, Kojima now. We, we're, we're ahead of his game now, and we can we can safely speculate, blah blah blah." And like, no, he, he's so onto us so much more, <laughs> yeah. you know, because he's behind yeah. the scenes, you know. So, absolutely, too easy. Okay, um, I wanted to jump into speaking of Reddit. Oh, unless anyone, did you um, any you, you guys have any sort of comments uh, further about either Frozen Wilds or um, uh, anything related to the dog tags um, in terms of or whatever they could be? Did we want to do a quick little roundtable of what they could be? So let's go, Daniela. Um, haha, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. It was just I mean, a thought. That's fine. Um. There was, there was a tweet by Deku Jima, uh, on the 13th of November. I just opened it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the one you were referring to. Uh, um, he's planning on selling it as merchandise. I'm, I'm going to get one for sure. Mm. <laughs> uh, the only thing that bothered me was that there were only two of them. Maybe just because it was a test. I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that. I just, and there's a, a, apparently, I believe there's a new equation. So I haven't learnt of that one yet. Um, I'm just going to quickly jump into the comments in case I can find it really quickly for our listeners who get their news from this show. Let's I'll link it now. That's fine. Thanks. And I'll I'll also post that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll retweet it definitely. So nothing in the comments here that says about what it is. If only someone was it Kaz Red Archer just doing the whole like take take my money emoji kind of thing. Okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So speaking of yeah, as I was saying, speaking of Reddit, we'll just jump into um, what I'm I'm gonna have to come up with a name for these posts. So I'll just call them pre-episode pre-recording post. So um, well, before I record, I I post to um, uh, Reddit.com slash r slash death stranding um to let you guys know the listeners and the community anyone interested um that we're recording in however many hours and you guys and gals um, just post in the comments what you'd like us to discuss so we have eight comments um 
for this episode, so I'll just jump straight into them. So there we go. Um, we have uh, Gonicalized, um, mentioned earlier. Talk about the most recent Kojima interview, which we have, and what do you think you will see in the new trailer, female character? Now, Gonicalized, we, we talked a little bit about um, our uh, you know speculations on um, the inclusion of a female character, I think, episode four. And there's, I will definitely refer you, like we had a pretty extent, extensive sort of round table on that one there. So um, definitely a worth a revisit. Otherwise, feel free to um, uh, private message me and I can give you even more thoughts on that one there personally. So yeah, thanks. Um, then we have um, Kathy Bonson uh, chiming back in. So uh, again, appreciate both you guys uh, chiming in again. Um, so yeah, what do you make of the interview? Do you think the game is really content complete ready? We've already pretty much denied that. Maybe it's a mistranslation and that's what we think it might be. What, what would you even think a white box pre-alpha state is realistic? I genuinely think that, um, as, um, either, was it you, Daniela, saying that like the models have been made? Like we've just, we've gotten to the point of like maybe being able to lock, um, like, like, uh, alpha or even, kind of beta kind of quality um, in-game uh, in models. Like, I think that that's pr pretty much where we're at now. Is that what you were saying? Yo. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, the game is playable, and Kojima is feeling confident to showing it to people not directly involved with the Sony Interactive Entertainment or Kojima Productions, like Guillermo del Toro. So there is some progress for sure, but... Uh, <laughs> Calling out pre-alpha, I don't know. Okay, uh, okay. that's cool. Um, you know what's you interesting is that uh, yeah. What, what's interesting is that he said that all the characters are ready, all the characters are have been modeled and everything, which is which is curious because uh, you would think Kojima would tease, for example, uh, when you're talking about the fem a female character or mm -hmm. more actors that he that he wants to hire or something. Uh, maybe he wants to keep it a uh, super secret, uh, another actor that maybe he hired for the Stranding. Mm -hmm. But if he has all the all the all the characters ready, um, he might have been working with with you know other other talent to 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 model this right. these characters. And uh, it 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 got me thinking that if he if he finished that that pre production process. Um, maybe we're we're on for some big surprise with an actor or something, but he he's, mm. he's he kept it pretty close to his chest. So that's interesting. Yeah, mm. I think we are going to get a new actor reveal um, because we've just based on I suppose um, even though he sort of defies patterns quite a bit sometimes. Uh, I I just have sort of a feeling that with the the third kind of reveal, we'll we'll be given a new. Um, actor reveal possibly kevin durant is that the guy's name from the strain the kind of um he's a regular collaborator oh, yes. with the, that's right uh with uh he again he has what i like to call that other quality the quality of being other which are both mads and um and norman as well i think at one point my girlfriend and i were looking up a a um we just sort of caught on to this sort of um i guess sort of type of person it's very very kind of um, interest, yeah, like, I'm not quite sure exactly how to phrase it, but, like, we would call them, like, strangely attractive people, or strangely intriguingly, intriguing-looking people, you know, and so what we ended up uh, coming up with was people like, um, you know, Tilda Swinton and, like, Anya Taylor-Joy, who have this just quality of being kind of from another place, um, 
uh, and like David Bowie and definitely you can see there's just this maybe sometimes there's like an unplaceable heritage or just the the sense that they are just literally just not from this world like I think Mads has that in spades and so does Norman Norman um I think he even spent some time growing up in Japan again obviously that has no effect on ethnicity obviously but there was just something uh, immediately striking when I first even saw him back when I um uh, you know, I think he was um, the first thing I saw Norman in was um, that movie with the the two Irish hitmen. I'm just blanking now on Boondock Saints. Yeah, so that was my first exposure there. And then for Mads, it was definitely the Shifra. Um, yeah, we haven't actually really that could be a bit of a kind of un- quasi unofficial topic for the show. I want to talk about um, these actors who have been announced and who we would like to see them playing off against. Um, or at least the quality, at least of, of who they really do well um, performance-wise, like against in scenes. So I'll just um, sort of start because I've already sort of get, gotten into my zone, but I'll just sort of um, um, sort of complete mine and maybe revisit a few points if you guys sort of raise things that I um, that I that I wouldn't have thought of without you guys' input for sure. So um, I'll talk about a little with with Mads. Um, Obviously, just looking at him, it's very, it's, um, he's sort of within his comfort zone when he's playing kind of a quietly menacing, you know, that's sort of his, um, his over really like Le Chiffre, quietly menacing, um, Caecilius from, uh, Doctor Strange, even though he's a bit more fanatical in that, um, again, his register always quietly menacing there. Um, so I would like to see whether or not he may get like, possibly crazier or more fanatical um i could see it pretty much going either way if he um goes completely mute which is you know with the trailer he doesn't really speak but we've seen i've seen in, in interviews that kojima has confirmed that the performances of like will, 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 it will be complete so there will be there'll be um uh, performance capture in in the fullest sense so again in the vein of andy circus uh just voice voices provided as well as movements and um, and just the essence of the character um so that's mads and then for norman uh i th- i think just the the story itself it just it, it feels like it will rec- it will ask more of norman than i've seen him do pretty much in anything um that i've seen him in uh i think it will because there's a slight not as strong as mads because mads has i think been like benignly typecast in these kind of somber kind of roles. I think there's, again, both there's huge question marks hanging over both of these performances and both of these roles within Death Stranding about for either of them. And I think um, they wouldn't be really interested unless it was to kind of, because str- again, the, the aspect of um, going for something that isn't a film itself kind of implies new frontiers. So I think I could see it very much within... Um, uh, Mads and Norm's kind of um, ethos to want to seize this opportunity, this experimental space to actually translate that into um, and feed into their own performances and want to experiment with those. So Norman, I just want to see him do something that's more than um, than what I've seen him done with, than what I've seen him do rather with um, with The Walking Dead, where there is this, it's almost like a, again, he's intense, but like a bit more laid back and, um, yeah, like I won't say broish or anything, but um, he's obviously profoundly emotional in, in his scenes, and he's very very connected with his emotions on screen. Um, so I, we've already obviously seen that in the yeah in the first trailer. Um, I want to see yeah like I want to see a calculating Norman. I want to see a uh, like a 
yeah again it sort of tie, leans into my idea that he he may be possibly a, a researcher or scientist of some kind like an eccentric scientist you know how in for example um the martian we had Dan, um daniel uh, is it daniel donald glover's character who is a, like a i believe is a physicist or a scientist of some kind again he's a bit unkempt uh is strange a bit eccentric but he's a genius and he helps uh, matt damon's character in that film so i could see him being uh possibly a researcher with like sort of an ex eccentric leanings with his like longer hair and his like sort of unshaped face so those are my two um literally two cents about those two characters so let's go next to yeah. if it's all right uh yeah jump in uh steve with the, your readings on what you would want to see performance wise from both of these leads yeah well when i'm not a huge fan of uh of norman Reedus, i, I know him from uh, i mean the, the boondock saints too but i don't like yeah. those movies <laughs> And, I think I think I think he's okay in the, in the Walking Dead. I, I've only seen him like in physical, more physical performances. Yeah, so, that's um, right. But I, I don't think he's a bad actor. Um, I think I think uh, Norman Reedus is the kind of guy that everyone everyone likes him and everyone yeah. is, is friends with him. And and he's uh, and you can tell he's a he's such a nice guy and he's super easy. He's friends with yeah. everyone and and yeah and uh, and yeah everybody likes him and everything. So but I'm I'm, I'm also I, I would also like to see him in a more dramatic role. Mm. And uh, I you you say he he may be like a like a scientist or something. I actually think I have a theory that uh, well since we have seen Kojima. Um, liking movies like interstellar for example mm. he also uh one of one of his favorite films uh from the list you you shared was uh the right stuff that's and right 2001 space odyssey uh, i'm actually thinking that norman Reese's character may be a a pilot or, or like a test oh, pilot or, 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 yeah. oh a test pilot because, nice. yeah because he um i'm thinking there is there is like a like a like a very specific type of character in this in these movies where uh, you have this this brave uh, sort of pilot that is that is fearless that is that that maybe is, is part of an experiment that wants to go where nobody else has gone before and yeah. I think that's maybe that's uh, that's my theory that he's like a like a test pilot like from from the right stuff that's 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 mainly what what the main characters the the eight main characters of the right stuff are this test mm. pilot from the mercury project where the uh, uh where the space race began in the 19 uh, in the 1950s uh where you have you have pilots where uh, that i mean they were they were they were testing ships they were t t testing like jet airships and everything that that's right I mean, there was like there were there were like 50 percent chance that you were going to die in one of these tests and um maybe i i think Norman Reyes's character may be some sort of, uh, you know, fearless pilot of of, of that in, in that sense, you know, and um, that's like my theory and what Norman Reyes's character is, and maybe he gets stranded in some place or something, and uh, and he has to go back to to his to his to his home or something, maybe I don't know, mm. and um, yeah, when it comes to Norman Reyes, I, I really I really want him to do a more dramatic role and uh and about Mats Mikkelsen um well I can tell you that I'm a big fan of his um I'm, I I saw him first from the Nicholas Winding Refn uh, Pusher movies um oh, yeah. about 
yeah, I uh, you 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 said he he's been he, he uh, people always cast him as this uh, villain, mysterious uh, guy who who's who kind of has something weird about him. And, yeah, uh, like he, understated he's, he's, and menacing. Yeah, silent menace. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like the menacing villain type. But I think the best, the best, my favorite film of his is a, it's, it's a film called, uh, called The Hunt, where yes. he plays a, a teacher. He plays, yeah, he, 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 I've he, seen he the plays, movie. yeah, he, he plays like a normal, like a normal dad, you know, like a normal, uh, middle-aged guy who's, who's, who's a good person, but he's in the middle of this terrible situation where he, uh, He's, uh, I mean, people believe he's a, a like a like a rapist or something. Yeah, or like a pedophile and, uh, or something. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a, except, yeah, like like a pedophile, and yeah, but he he's always he's playing this normal guy. He can play. He's he's the kind of actor who can play any any role, and he's I think he's fanta- he's a fantastic actor. Mm. And uh, when it comes to the character, I I, I think he's he's playing. He uh, the I mean, since since the first time I saw the second trailer, I thought. Um, <laughs> I thought he was something like uh, you remember um, Marlon Brando's character in uh, in Apocalypse Now. Yes, that is like this, He's he's like this legendary Kurtz. commander that gets lost in the jungle, and everybody mm. talks about him. And you have the main character following his trail, and it. I mean, it. <laughs> I, I, I got that feeling from Matt's character that someone, I mean, maybe you are you as a character getting to this other dimension where you yeah. are, where maybe maybe Matt Mikkelsen's character has been in that dimension for a, for a long time mm. and he's in control of the world and this enemy. Very and, fascinating. You know, yeah, Steve, I just need to yeah, jump that's... in because I have to, unless I, because I won't, I'll forget, because, you know, as you said, you know, you referred to um, General Kurtz, which is from uh, Proclips Now, that's based on Heart of Darkness. Um, yep. Yeah, by Joseph Con- Conrad, I believe. And, and, um, and there is a sequence of the, like, I mean, uh, there's a sequence. The whole book is essentially this journey of this boat going down a river, and the same with Apocalypse Now. Um, that just reminded me of that tracking shot. Uh, of the baby yeah. going down the river and at the very end there's yeah. him you know especially and bathed in that red light that we've seen uh, in the promotional images of Apocalypse Now we see Kurtz you know bathed in that red light um, at the end of this river you know and that's I just had to jump in and sort of um, and back your um, back your uh, um, you know your parallel of of, um, of Mad's character with Kurtz up so sorry to interrupt but yeah go right ahead no, yeah, man. I I always got that that vibe, uh, that apocalypse uh, apocalypse now vibe because uh, you know you got Matt's character who he looks like he's been in this place and he's in control of this of this you know uh, yeah. skeletons and this army and everything. He he looks like he's in control there, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, and and then you have Matt, um, Norman's character who just seems he's just arrived there and he doesn't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> so uh, I I. I, I so I always got that that apocalypse now vibe, and um, uh, I'm, I'm I mean when it comes to Matt Mikkelsen, I'm really happy he's in in Dead Stranding. I think he's going to do a, a, a terrific job there, and uh, I think so too. I'm I'm really I'm really eager to see what what Kojima uh, yeah. is doing with this character, and actually if Ma- I think if Matt Mikkelsen um, talked with Kojima and saw something in this character, is because there's something special there. 
for him so, yeah, yeah exactly i mean i just saw rogue one recently we're doing i'm doing a marathon with my friend of every monday we're watching one of the Star Wars films leading to last jedi we just watched rogue one tonight and um seeing his uh, sort of impassioned speech and how, how how immediately he's able to draw on like actual genuine emotions with um in, in his um speeches to his daughter both the kind of holo I mean, anyway, um, uh, yeah, okay, so, I mean, you've had a year to watch it in case there's people who are concerned with spoilers, but needless to say, there's there's some um, beautiful performances there um, with, with Mads, um, and then that kind of made me think of the idea of, like, what acting is in general, because, you know, we think of acting as this sort of, um, this exhibitionism of artifice, but what really, if you really think about it, like humans, you know how we have that uncanny valley effect, like even like the most basic function, like brain cell functioning punter can tell whether or not something is real or CG. Um, and I think the same happens with, with just regular acting where we can tell whether someone's in that space and like feeling it or not, um, and whether or, or, or whether they're phoning it in. And I find it like a little bit, you know, just at the core concept of acting, where it's it like the 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 this is the the sort of um the art itself is called acting, when all along to actually get the best performances, you need to find that place emotionally. You need to actually go there with all of your um all of your heart, you know, and um have that come through. And I think Mads uh, went there with some of his scenes. Like uh, he's, I think, one of the uh, greatest micro expression artists um actors that i've seen his uh he's got a great command of of like all the small tiny messages that his face is saying which again that all all that's really needed not that i'm saying that's easy it's like that's simple all you have to do is genuinely feel one-to-one -one everything this character would be feeling in that moment um that takes a lot of discipline it's certainly nothing to to sniff at but that's what he does and he seems though as though he does it with complete um well-practiced ease so that's my take on, on, on Mads. And I see a lot of that uh, with Norman as well, but Mads definitely um, for sure. So yeah, sorry to jump in again, but feel free to um, yeah continue, Steve. Uh, no, that was pretty much all yeah. I wanted to say. Uh, you actually mentioned uh, you actually mentioned Rogue One. I, yeah. And um, I, uh, I'm I'm not a big fan of that movie, but I I always thought that it was a pity that mm. you didn't get to spend more time with Mads's character because I thought. Uh, Matz's character was probably the most interesting character in that movie, yeah, in the sense that right. he's, you know, he's 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 the he's the 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 he's the guy who's engineering the Death Star and everything, and he's yeah. he must have this horrible conflict where he must work for the Empire and he also needs wants to protect his 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 daughter and yeah. everything, but you never you never see that conflict. Which Absolutely. which kind of pisses me off. From that so I'd movie. love to see that. Definitely, mm, I totally agree, man. Definitely, would love to see that carried over into some scenes in Death Stranding, where we really see like that strain. Um, you see, like uh, in in these very emotional scenes in Rogue One, where he's he's going to places I hadn't I hadn't ever really seen him go with things like Hannibal and the Hunt and and other stuff that he's made. Yeah. But for sure, awesome. No, um, go ahead, Daniela. Same deal uh, as I was as I fielded to Steve. Um, what your sort of thoughts are on the performances of the two leads and what you would like to see carried over um, or even for the first time shown um, in Death Stranding. Go for it. Well, um, well, I, I haven't seen any of uh, any movie or TV series with Norman Reedus in it. I've never seen him acting, actually. Um, just I just happened to <laughs> not following the uh, The Walking Dead, but um, I've seen a lot of uh, Matt Mikkelsen's movies, and I know he's a really great actor. 
and uh, he uh, I mean there's no actor I could think of better than him uh, being involved in a game like Death Stranding mm -hmm. by the looks of it uh, so I'm really really glad uh, uh, Hideo Kojima chose him um, and he accepted so um, that's one of the things that actually makes me really look forward to the game is Mads Mikkelsen's performance. Me too, me too. <laughs> as man. crazy as it might sound. But, uh, yeah, um, and I mean, Mads Mikkelsen directed by Kojima, wow, mind blown, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, we forget we forget about that, but like on, on the face of it, that that's, again, as you said, like that's worth, worth the price of admission alone. And then for me, obviously, yeah, I, I, I just... I know that, like, I just get the sense that, like, Norman can break out of just being normal because he essentially in his films he's sort of just Norman Reedus sometimes with different accents. He's just sort of, but, um, and Mads, you can say the same thing, but I just, for both of these actors, I definitely just want to see just brand new stuff from them and just, um, going to different places emotionally and performance wise. But, um, yeah, go ahead, um, uh, Daniela. Yeah, well, uh, um, what else, uh, Norman? Yeah, Norman. Uh, I don't know much about Norman, but um, I think if Video chose him, he knows what he's doing. So um, he said he wanted to show in the first in the first trailer in the interview. Kojima said he wanted to show both the emotional side of Norman Reedus and the better side when he gets up and looks around. You know, uh, so he wanted to show these both sides to to him. And um, so I think that's going to be in the game too. So that's hopefully a great thing. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see how these two characters interact. If they do, I mean, I hope they do. Um, that will be very interesting. Right. Absolutely. That's cool, man. You know, yeah, you, mentioned, really, yeah. uh, you mentioned um, Kevin Durant, right? Yes, I was uh, I was just thinking that this is another actor that people always cast him and, uh, as this villainish asshole. <laughs> they always, yeah. I've never seen him in like in a like in a like in a hero role or just a normal guy role. I was um, a few days ago. I was watching the 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 remake of Three uh, Ten to Yuma. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, he's he's in he's in that movie as as just this this asshole that just just. <laughs> He wants to make everybody's everybody everybody's life miserable and everything there, so uh, it's it's funny. Maybe maybe Kojima will cast him as a as a as a good guy this time. True, absolutely, yeah. And 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 I just even thought of um, uh, you know, we're working on some some new album art for oh sorry, some podcast cover art um with uh, with our awesome designer. By the way, I'll be talking a little bit in. Um, at the end of the show about how interactive artistry, I mean, I could have mentioned something at the start, but essentially um, we've sort of premiered uh, the sort of full uh, kind of presence of interactive artistry um, with uh, with, the, with obviously new banners and everything. And you can head to the Patreon and stuff to sort of check out the new graphics and, and the new logo, everything. Um, would love to hear uh, you guys, those in the listeners, um, feedback on that. Um, but what what basically we're doing now is is putting together some, some new art. And I have really been just looking at how powerful just the image of Norman, uh, you know, being beside uh, and opposite this like facing um, uh, Mads, like they have this really intense energy, just seeing them um, 
to, like um, opposite each other. And I think that that was what Kojima was after. He said these two just have this, this again, this strange kind of electricity between them of 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 threateningness of um, of possibly intertwined um, fates. Uh, and um, and I'm actually you know as I was listening, I'm sort of reading up a little bit on what our current kind of Kojima Film Festival film tonight is the. Um, uh, for the film is the third man, you know, uh, with Orson Welles, and um, yeah. uh, obviously, you know, a couple couple decades spoilers. If, if you don't want to know what happens, um, definitely tune out. You guys don't mind if I mention a little bit about the plot? No, no problem. You're good. Um, you're good. Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, we we basically learn. So there's essentially a murder in uh, Allied occupied Vienna. And um, it's left to this character, uh, Martins, to find out who killed his um, his friend. Um, I believe his name is ha- like Harry Lime, and so Martin and yep. Lime have, are basically chasing each other. It's this it's this story of one chasing, like essentially initially at least, um, the, the like Martin suspects. So there's a third man. That's why the film's called The Third Man. There was a third man at the murder, and I must find out. And what eventually happens is it's revealed that the third man was his friend that that was killed. So like his his friend was trying to fake his death, you know. And so he's haunted by this third man, essentially trying to kill him to stop him. It's it's and all the while it's, it's revealed that it well all the while you know as you find out later that it's his, it's his friend saying stop trying to stop trying to investigate me. I'm, I I would try to fake my death, you know. So, uh-huh. it, and um, and interestingly, there's a character named Kurtz in that one there. So a little link to um, Heart of Darkness and uh, Apocalypse Now there. But um, and I've seen, uh, you know, obviously um, maybe it's something that sort of uh, has matched up in the ether. I'm sure I'm not sure if uh, Kojima is aware of the podcast, or at least of all the Kojima Film Festival thing that I threw together. But um, he's at the moment, um, you know, he's sort of talking about on his Twitter, like John Lacar, who literally created spy and intrigue uh in 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 that kind of way which i think differs a bit from ian mckellen in in um in fleming sort of kind of a little bit leaning more towards the campier side the ian uh on fleming stuff um and so john lacar is if you've ever seen tinker taylor so soldier spy with gary oldman you guys have seen that yeah i saw it um no we didn't Oh, you must. It's. Uh, I would even say it has some like Kojima Death Stranding vibes already. Like just uh, cinematographically speaking. Really? Yeah, absolutely, wow. definitely worth a watch. And and well, I'm just gonna say this: if if Gary Oldman is revealed in in, De- in Death Stranding, he's already done. He's already done stuff uh, for the games with um, Star Citizen with uh, Mark Hamill, and um, so there is a precedent. Uh, for him working, uh, and also I believe Call of Duty, he did a voice at the very least for that one. So Gary Oldman again, weird. Yeah, he, he probably made the, the, the he he he's the best character in in all Call of Duty history. He's this he's this yeah. amazing crazy soldier. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So I I would love that for sure. So um, I just figured I'd sort of tie a couple of those seemingly unconnected threads together in um and and in, in adding to what you guys sort of raised about the the. The potential kind of electricity and like um and yeah central conflict um between these two again it's very likely listeners um as you know with kojima he has large casts he definitely likes his uh his rosters of characters and um we, we may only be really seeing these two as um one of or two of many rather you know um we could see the death stranding equivalent of death death uh, of dead cell uh, you know being revealed um you know, uh, and we may get like an ex- like because again we've had 
maybe a handful of characters revealed so far. We've got Mads, um, uh, Guillermo del Toro's character, and Norman's character. So basically three, and those are um, his friends, you know, <laughs> which we saw in the Yoji um, Shinkawa art that, like, uh, I still, it's one of my favorite kind of pieces of um, kind of fun art, you know, the chibi versions of all of them uh, skipping rope together, I believe. Uh, which is great, like the four, like the four of them, like uh, Hideo, uh, Norman, Mads, Guillermo, which was great. And um, that's another example of uh, Kojima teasing because he teased this again fourth person who, hey, third man, fourth person, um, who was in that chibi um, art that we didn't know who it was. And a lot of people, as soon as they saw it, they're like, Mads. It's like, how can you tell that that's Mads Mikkelsen? And they were like, yeah, that's <laughs> Mads. You know, um, just because of the kind but of... But there were all the rumors of uh, his yeah. involvement. I remember that back then. So people just connected the dots. That's right. That's right. I mean, by the, by the blurry color of his sweater or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally right, man. Absolutely. So uh, audience just thought I'd let you know that um, Daniela will be leaving shortly. He's got some errands to attend to, people to save, places to be, companies to run. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> to do is he's probably just gonna like quietly hang out his laundry to like some sad Chopin music or something I don't know I don't know what you do with your life you strange but <laughs> <laughs> Steve what do you think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tease you I'll do like Kojima you know <laughs> okay Steve what is your opinion on what Daniel is about to go and do instead of being on this awesome show I, I have no idea <laughs> I, have no, I, I don't want to know <laughs> I don't oh, wow. I don't want to know. Um, I don't anyway, know. no, that's all good. That's all good. Um, oh, I want to jump in with the audience and just mention. Um, and by the way, uh, Daniela, feel free to just chime out whenever you whenever you need. Um, did you want to head out now just to kind of give yourself a head start? How do you feel? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, so uh, I'll do a proper uh, leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it. Go for it. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, it's been great being in this no episode as well. I mean, I thought I wouldn't be able to be here since we I'm had so to record glad. yesterday, but... I'm really glad you're able I'm to I'm so glad I managed to be here. For sure, keeping the game uh, together. Easy. And sure. I'll see you definitely, you'll uh, definitely be able to do next week? Sure, yeah. Nice. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy, man. Be well, have a good okay, one. Have a Bye. good one, man. Bye. See you. All good. Steven, Steven, Steven. Let's make this happen. All right, let's I need to happen. let's make it happen. So I wanted to. Um, there's a couple of things just on the end of these sort of show notes that I have here. Um, we sort of touched on some of the Reddit stuff, uh, like people sending in comments there. Um, I did really enjoy Dragon's Manor. So if you're listening, Dragon's Manor, sending in your email. Uh, when I extend this to the other listeners, please do send in emails. We love them. They're great. Death Stranding Podcast at gmail.com, all one word. Um, it gives us, uh, you know, and all, all, as well, please feel free to, you know, make them as long as you'd like. I'll I'll only do a little bit of editing and snippeting, snippeting here and there if you make it, like, excessively long, which I'm sure neither, uh, none of you will do. But, you know, just figured I'd put that out there because um, they're always great. Uh, we would love to hear Kojima stories, uh, Death Stranding stories, uh, big opinion, um, sort of, um, maybe something that you maybe have sort of written up on your um, on your computer that's sort of just sitting there and you may want to, you've either posted it previously, even things that you've, um, uh, I, I always personally recommend copy-pasting big kind of posts that I do just so I can revisit them easier than just sort of scrolling all the way through Reddit because, it, again, Reddit doesn't, at least not yet, doesn't allow you to sort of search through 
uh, the posts and, and even to sort of view from oldest, you actually have to scroll all the way down. So hopefully they fix that soon. But um, uh, so yeah, I just thought I'd mention that um, at the top there. A couple of um, housekeeping things, as I sort of alluded to earlier, we have Interactive Artistry has now fully debuted with like all of its actual proper artwork and, and like its essential presence, you know, outside of just being something we sort of discuss here on the podcast as being, you know, the parent channel and all these things. Again, the channel is dedicated to, as Death Stranding is um, sort of leading the pack on, um, games that are on the forefront of adding artistic, philosophical, emotional intelligence, um, yeah, just like maturity to the medium and just spectrum to the medium um, to game creators like Hideo Kojima, uh, Ken Levine with Bioshock, um, uh, Fumito Ueda with the... Um, the, his sort of trilogy of Ico, Shadow of the Colossus, and Last Guardian, um, and we're anticipating that news on on their game on these two creators' respective new games as well. You know, um, Ken Levine and, and Fumito Ueda. Um, then we have Genova Chen uh, of um, that that game company, who's you know basically uh, bringing us the sort of evolution of what Journey was. Um, you know, back in 2012 when that premiered, sort of the interactive parable. Um, and then obviously we'll be, uh, one of the major ones we'll be covering is God of War, which is is sort of in a, in a way kind of meta because it, it literally in terms of, um, uh, you know, the release, sort of the time when it was released back in the day uh, and what was sort of popular then and what sort of sold um, copies then and resonated with players back then was sort of this sort of male uh, power fantasy of like, uber violent and blood everywhere and like sex and all this stuff and that's totally valid totally fine not discounting it but um to have the medium evolve to the point where that same character is now um you know traveling around norse norse uh, the, the land of norse mythology um you know exploring uh, and deepening his relationship with himself and his own self-control and his relationship with his anger and then obviously the dialogue that he's slowly opening with his son uh, and wanting to avoid the mistakes of the past it's a, a beautiful opportunity to 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 sort of be part of this discuss this sort of um increasing uh, discussion on these games and i figured i'd uh, just essentially inform all the listeners about that that show is um, going to be premiering soon starting on the 12th um steve you're going to be join, joining me for that one there on the 12th of uh, yeah, december man, sure if, if you'll have me i'll join actually i was i was going to say that uh, it's interesting because uh for example with that god of war game yeah uh to me it's, it's so uh, it's so baffling the the, the change of, of tone yes. you know from mm. the other god of war games to the point where i, I mean this could this could we, we could just uh, talk about this in, 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 in that in that podcast specifically, but um, I have like both like a positive note on that game and also like a negative note in, in the yeah. sense that I don't know if it was like necessary to actually make this kind of game a God of War game, but right. yeah, we could discuss this in the, in the podcast, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good little tease there about the sort of um, sort of uh, uh, opinions on both ends of the of the spectrum. There, definitely intrigued to explore yeah. that one with you. So, um, but before we'll jump. Um, uh, jump away from that. Again, I wanted to shout out everyone who, uh, who who's um, sort of contributed to the Reddit and just just general involvement with the Reddit and uh, the interrelationship we have. Uh, we have um, John Nick, who is one of the mods on the Reddit, who is really helpful when he sort of posts our um, when when he sort of rather um, stickies kind of or pins our episodes to the top of the um, Reddit so that people can access the show easier. So shout out to to him or her. 
depends who knows joan joan could be a, a joanna or something i don't know but i figured i'd uh, <laughs> yeah. sort of open that one up there probably dude but we'll see um and so yeah let's we'll, we'll just jump in we're, we're coming up to the hour here so we'll kind of we'll keep it a little bit of a shorter one this one but um did you have any kind of closing notes uh, steve on um this stage of where we're at with death stranding and could productions um either anything from his twitter or anything from the reddit that sort of that is sort of pressing that you'd like to kind of uh, discuss uh, not really, dude. I also uh, I would like to add that it would be awesome if they also share their theories on what's happening in this Stranding. For example, there yes. was a, a fantastic a fantastic theory about uh, time traveling like uh, the past week, and I thought it was great. And if you want to share your theories in in the comments or anything, we can talk about them here. Yeah, that would be nice. Absolutely. And, yeah, I'm um, Steve. Uh, Steve, you, I'm, I just wanted to say, like, wouldn't it be cool if people wrote in like their full like I don't care, like multiple page theories, like, and I would like gladly read those. Oh yeah, and, you know, absolutely. absolutely. I love to read. Uh, that's that's actually my favorite thing to read on the on the Reddit. Me too. So please, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. we can be we can be an avenue to uh, you know uh, archive these and, and sort of um, keep sort of a catalog of them, and then obviously, you know, as is obvious from the format of the podcast, you know, read them out definitely. So, but yeah, sorry to to, to interrupt, uh, Steve. Go ahead. And. Uh... No, I, I'm, I'm actually, I mean, with this, with the Game Awards and PSX, uh, the Reddit might explode. So I'm actually anticipating this and I'm eager to see what's, what's going to happen with this trending. Something's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. I feel, I feel it absolutely something as needs, well. So, something needs to happen. It kind of does. It kind of does. And I do maintain, yeah. I'm actually looking at the, the Kojima Film Festival kind of schedule here. I do maintain that, like discussion is possible even if we didn't receive anything until like a week out from release or, or from the premiere or anything but i obviously as a big death stranding fan and, and uh, an appreciator of kojima and kojima's work it's always just great to see um you know to get sort of new hints at what's being developed and possibly kevin durant possibly stephanie houston who knows what who will see with this with this new reveal um a pre presumably yeah, trailer you know, when... but yeah, well, when it, I think when it comes to movies uh, and when it comes to Kojima, it's actually worth examining what movies he likes and what his favorite movies are. I mean, the theory that I just told you about uh, Norman Reedus being a pilot and everything, I yeah. got it from the fact that he likes movies like 2001, like The Right Stuff, yes. like Interstellar and everything, and that's like his liking. And, and you see games like Metal Gear Solid, who are like obviously inspired by, by game by, by movies like uh, Escape from New York, for example, and everything. So I think it's worth examining these movies. And I mean, Kojima is 70% movies, right? So Absolutely. So, yeah. And, and as, he, as he's iterated many times, for sure. So I'll just um, jump into our um, sign-off spiel. So as I mentioned earlier, we would love to receive your emails. We'd love to also uh, see your iTunes reviews. Um, I'm sure you listen to enough podcasts aside from ours to know what the deal is with there. Obviously, we'd appreciate five stars. But again, any feedback, any and all feedback is uh, is appreciated, both uh, positive and constructively critical. Um, we're on Podbean. Uh, we're on iTunes, as I mentioned. Um, we are on Twitter.com as DeathStrandPod, um, Instagram.com, which is DeathStrandingPodcast, and also Tumblr under the same name, all one word. Um, Feel free to look us up on Facebook and YouTube. We uh, sort of have direct channels there with both Facebook, with um, sorry, interactive artistry and um, 
Death Stranding podcast. Um, and yeah, please do yeah follow our outlets for Kojima and Kojima affiliated content and updates. So yeah, as I mentioned, as a closing note to our listeners, we here at Interactive Artistry are always looking to improve the quality of the show and tailor it to you, the audience, to make it the very best Death Stranding slash Kojima show that it can be. Um, and if you wanted to help us out with that, feel free to um, chuck us a dollar a month uh, at the Patreon or at patreon.podbean.com forward slash death stranding um, the patreon.com is is for interactive artistry so it's patreon.com forward slash interactive artistry one dollar a month will get you a shout out obviously on the podcast that you join and we will um send you a thank you email um there's a couple of other tiers there but um any donation amount um actually uh, enters you into a um, sweepstakes. So what we're all we're waiting for now is to get enough people uh, who are uh, contributing to the show to be able to obviously um, contribute a little bit to the costs of you know getting these prizes. And so um, that's something that I think would be really cool. I, I certainly know as someone who um, contributes to a few uh, Patreons that it's quite exciting to know that even at my sort of low uh, contribution level that I do have a chance of winning who knows what. Um, it's always good to know. And then obviously as as the donation amount increases, your amount of um, entries into these giveaways uh, increases as well. So have a look at those. They're all Death Stranding themed. So there's like the Ludens tier and the um, uh, uh, like um, you know the, the the Death Stranding tier and the um, Black Hole tier and the um, yeah a couple of different sort of themed tiers to, to Death Stranding. So we'd appreciate that. Um, and yeah, so as I mentioned, yeah, if you have any feedback you'd like to share, do reach out to us through our various outlets as we've described here so yeah um did you have any closing notes uh steve um for the audience uh not really <laughs> not really i'm <laughs> happy to be here as always man and uh <laughs> And awesome. yeah, great name. The, the tier names are, are great, man. Oh, <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I'm forgetting a few of them now because I'm like exceedingly tired. But please do check them out and uh, let me know what you guys think. Um, and yeah, take care, everyone. And remember, the game has already begun. Also, just jumping behind the scenes quickly, uh, Daniela, did you say you needed to leave pretty soon? Yeah, in yeah. five minutes I'll have to leave in, in case, minutes. just in case you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All all I wanted to say is like, do I do I look after my people or do I look after? I I was keeping tabs this whole time, buddy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. All right. So don't you be telling all your friends at work that you have an uncaring podcast mother because I'm the best podcast <laughs> mother you'll ever have. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Make sure my, yeah, make you're sure right. my kids are well fed and they get to bed on time. All right. Okay. You Thank got you. that? I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so sassy. Uh, it's possibly because I'm extremely. I really don't know. <laughs> it's possibly it's quite I'm early in the morning tired. for you. That might be a cause. <laughs> Freshwater wallaby.